Alexis graduated from George Wythe High School in Richmond Public Schools last year, where she was highly involved, including JROTC, track and field, and cheerleading. Uh, nope, that's not true. <laughs> I was not a cheerleader. So I played soccer. We're going to start this over. Yeah, um, I did track and field. I did JROTC. But I played soccer. I was not a cheerleader. You're you were a soccer player, not a cheerleader. Correct. All right, let the record show. I'm gonna start this over again. <laughs> oh man, this <laughs> off to a great start. Hey folks, let me tell you about Alexis Good sitting across from me right now. Alexis graduated from George Wythe High School in Richmond Public Schools where she was highly involved including JROTC, track and field, and soccer. Uh, she has been a member of Partnership for the Future since 2014, which is a program featured in a recent Merck study about college access in Central Virginia. Uh, Alexis was the recipient of the College Access Scholarship sponsored by the State Council of Higher Education for Virginia, Virginia 529, and Merck. Um, she's putting it to good use at Virginia State University, where she is currently majoring in pre-veterinary science. Tiffany Thomas, the Director of Programs for Partnership for the Future, described Alexis as a hard worker who's committed to her academics, and she says that in the face of adversity, Alexis is resilient. Does it sound like you? Yeah. Yeah? Sounds great. Definitely not a cheerleader. Definitely not a cheerleader. You were a soccer player. <laughs> I am. We got it. Alexis, what is the purpose of public schools? Um, I believe the purpose of public schools are to give the children in Richmond City the education that they deserve. Mm. What does that mean? Um, everyone deserves an equal opportunity and a great education. The public school does what they can for the students as much as they can. Two questions about what you just said. Okay. Number one, what would you call a great education? What's included in that? Um, wow. Just teachers who want to help you succeed, that want to see you succeed. Um, having the support that you may not have at home or just more support, including the ones you have at home. Um, being able to go to college and not worry about, wow, did high school prepare me for this? Hmm. Being Knowing you're prepared for what's coming next. Is that just academically, or are there other things involved? Well, the subjects definitely, but if you're... How can I put this? Um, being able to take on college not only from an educational point of view, but also being able to be social in college and not worry about distractions and not not feeling as if you're going to fail just from having friends, being able to enjoy college as well as being able to manage your time and study mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, so feeling kind of like socially prepared for the right. for life after high school. Mm-hmm. All right, second question. You mentioned that um, students should have an equal opportunity at a great education. Mm-hmm. How equal is that opportunity right now, do you think? It could use a lot of work, I believe. 
um, the public schools definitely don't have as many resources as I believe they should to better prepare students. Um, textbooks, computers. I just think that there's more that could benefit the students in public schools to help maybe higher the graduation rate and maybe push kids to want to do better in school how public schools are. Well, you've already alluded to this. There's different challenges that are facing our public schools today. What do you think is the biggest challenge? Mm. I, I believe the resources. Mm. I believe that um, maybe students don't give their all in school because if you know that without the resources and knowing that like it's going to be hard and it's going to be harder on you because you don't have the textbooks and the resources maybe you don't have the resources at home to help do your homework and then you get an f on one homework you constantly get bad grades on your homework and then you get punished for it of course you should do your homework and do your best to do it but if you don't have the resources that help you at home or even at school if you want to do it but you're not able to do it hmm. right yeah that's so that's so interesting um, cuz it's not that a student can't do it right it's right. that um, perceiving how much harder it's going to be because of lack of resources right can so kinda... they just give up. Have you seen that? I have. I've, I've seen it a lot. Tell me more. Um, I know from a personal experience, I've seen someone actually give up and drop out of school because they were just too tired of doing it. It's You constantly get up early in the morning. You want to do good. You try, but you don't have the support at home. So um, what... What should a student do if they feel like, I want to be successful, I feel like I'm not getting the kind of support I need? Um, I could understand why that would make somebody not want to continue, but what recommendations do you have to push through that? I can just say just try your hardest, do as much research on college prep programs, and just get yourself out there. Because the more interested you seem there will be someone who's willing to help and who wants to see you succeed and will do their very, very best to help you in any way they can. That's been your experience. Yes, definitely. Um, I didn't really have... I mean, I had support at school, but I don't believe that without my college prep program partnership, I don't believe it would have been as easy as it was. Hmm. It was definitely... a huge it it made a, a huge difference in my life it it made a huge impact how did you get connected with partnership for the future um they were they came to my school and they just talked about it and at first I wasn't going to do it but um I talked to my mom and she said that maybe having someone who would be able to help me with scholarships might be beneficial to me in the future so I signed up. I went to the interview. They accepted me, and it it wasn't easy. PFF stays on you. Make sure you you stick to deadlines, and they they definitely stay on you. But it's an amazing program. It definitely helps 
scholarships, college applications, college tours. I've been to so many schools, I can't even name them. <laughs> it's so many. It was great. Yeah. It kind of gave you opportunities you might not have been able to access yeah, otherwise. Definitely. Yeah. So you said the word research earlier, so I'm going to use that as a segue. Okay. All right. Um, you're a pre-veterinary science student. I am. So you deal with research all the time. You read it. helps you understand things. You have evidence to support arguments and hypotheses. Right. What role do you think um, research, like educational research, could play or does play in advancing public education? I believe the more people that look into the problems in public schools, I believe that they could get the resources that the students deserve. I believe that we can get people into public schools that do care and want to be there Mm -hmm. and um, want to help the students succeed. Mm -hmm. I believe that the more research that's done in public education, the more beneficial just by making people aware of the problems in the public education system right now. So research is a way of investigating problems. Right. What kind of problems should we be researching in education? There's definitely a lot. I believe that majority of the students in public schools are from housing projects. Mm. Um, not, Not necessarily that they want to be from them mm-hmm. but sometimes you are uh, you don't really have a choice mm-hmm. that's not something that you choose but growing up in housing projects and um, actually in my government class we looked at some information on how violence is extremely high in areas of poverty and mm-hmm. areas of poverty being the housing projects um, and that could the violence from the housing projects could definitely follow them. Yeah, it sounds like a student's experience at home and in their neighborhood can spill over into school. Yes. How, tell me more about that. I, I believe that your mindset has a lot to do with where you go in life. If your constant mindset is, oh, I can do what I want to do, I can do whatever I want to do, you should have that mindset as long as it's towards positive things that you want to do. Hmm. It's um, it's just a lot as in like um, the home training, the support. If your parents are constantly working and you're basically raising yourself, that can definitely take a toll on someone's life that can, that can not only hurt you emotionally but mentally not having your parents around can definitely make you angry and when you're younger you don't necessarily know how to take that anger out Hmm. you take it out on whoever's closest to you and you're closer with the people in your neighborhood than you are with anybody well speaking of a positive mindset taking you far in life um, I'm sitting in the presence of a first generation college student which is a big deal um, so we, you and I were talking about this before our interview got started about like how we actually define what would make a first generation student you're not the first first generation student we've had on the podcast we've had teachers that have talked about their experience being a first generation college student talk about your experiences what's been challenging what helped you along the way um, 
I believe a few challenges were that I'm I'm the baby of ten. I'm not sure if you know that. But I do I'm, not know that. I'm the youngest of ten and my siblings and I, we all grew up in the same house, big family. Um, but my parents, they went to college, they never finished, and they only went to, well, they went to community college. Um, they never had to go through FAFSA, and college applications just weren't as detailed when they were younger. Um, so not that my parents didn't want to help me, um, with my scholarships and, and things, but they didn't know how to help me. They knew just as much as I did. And they would try to help as much as they could, but if you were never taught it, it's, you can't really teach someone else. Hmm. Partnership for the Future um, definitely helped in so many ways. Um, they, I believe that they are the reason I'm in school. I mean, I've always wanted to go to college, but so did my siblings. But they never finished because they didn't have the, I don't believe they had the support. I know if at any time I need partnership, they will be there, no doubt. Hmm. Um, scholarships, they made sure that we apply for scholarships. They made sure we knew about scholarships. Um, SAT, ACT, we got free classes on SAT prep and stuff. We went on college tours. We went, we've, we've done so much with Partnership for the Future that I go home and I would say things to my mom that she was just like, wow, I wish your siblings had that opportunity. Um, and I just believe that without them, I would have been in a really hard place. Yeah. Um, they definitely helped me a lot. As you're talking about that, what keeps coming to mind for me are the um, the students who maybe don't have that kind of support, who maybe perceive having to tackle uh, a college application and enrollment process all on their own. And I wonder how many of those students who could be first-generation college students that we lose along the way because of something like that. Um. I mean, I'm sure we lose them all the time. Um, when you don't have the support that you need, things are definitely a lot harder. Um, just going through family issues, it's hard getting through, especially when you have schoolwork and you have schoolwork to do, you have homework, you have to take care of younger siblings or nieces and nephews in my case. Um, and it's a lot to handle when you're in your senior year trying to graduate, trying to keep your GPA up. It's hard. And if you don't have the support that you need and you, if you don't even know where to look for scholarships or mm. how to write an essay properly, then it's going to be harder for you. Mm. But if with PFF, they made sure that if I needed help, I got that help. Tutors were always available to me. Um, before we sent college applications off and essays off, they would check them, make sure everything looked okay. And they wouldn't revise my essay for me, but they'd give me little comments here and there telling me what I should fix. And that definitely helped me. I see improvement in my college classes now where PFF has taught me stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it might be a perception by people that... Um, 
the main reason why somebody who could go to college who wants to go but um, doesn't follow through on it that it's primarily a financial reason and I think that that's probably a big part of it your eyes get big when it's like oh, finances yeah. um, but it sounds like the how much work you have to put into it is also a big consideration definitely so not only does it take a lot of time but it's expensive um, I still have college debt that I'm working with but I got a scholarship from Merck which definitely helped me a lot um I had an unforeseen circumstance that made my expected my expected family contribution extremely high Mm -hmm. so whereas I would have had plenty of money for financial aid I got none so every time I would apply for scholarship after scholarship I was told oh you don't meet financial need so it made it look as if I had more than what I had but PFF didn't just look at my expected family contribution and say, oh, well, you'll be fine. They still helped me. They listened to the story, mm-hmm. and they they supported me, and that's how I got the scholarship. They had my back when I didn't have anyone. They listened to the story, so there was a story that isn't captured on your FAFSA. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. What made you push through all that? Um, my mom. Mm-hmm. Um I'm definitely a mama's girl. So, um, I've just always wanted my mom and dad, I've always wanted to make them proud. And anything I can do to make them proud, I will do it. And I just, I want to make my parents proud. So, anything I can do to do that. Alexis, what do you see as the future of public schools? Um, I'm hoping that public schools will not only have better resources to help the students, but the students will have the motivation to want to go to school again. They will want to succeed. They will want for themselves what they would want out of their children. I'm hoping that the financial issues that public schools are having now, they won't have. You mentioned that um, you don't necessarily think that schools are very equal right now yes in the future do you think we'll be more equal or do you think we'll stay like we are now um guess it all depends on who's listening so um there's many different organizations and groups like this one that's trying to do research on public education and trying to get public schools out of the problems that they're in but um it's just going to take some time and hopefully some sponsors come along and try to help public students as much as possible we can just hope for the best um well if you're listening to this and you feel like i could hear alexis good talk about this stuff all day that's how i feel you should definitely come to our conference because alexis is going to be serving on our afternoon panel Um, to share more of this great perspective along with other students that we've interviewed for this podcast. Um, And it's going to be moderated by Mayor LeVar Stoney of Richmond. So that's really exciting. So you should come. And by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be in the next few days. So it'll be very soon. Alexis, thank you for your time and your perspective. And there are big things ahead. And I hope you stay in touch and let us know all the exciting stuff you're going to do in the future. Thank you. Thank you.